Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Oi, the boys and girls on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes the tales can get quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kitties around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty. You're listening to Footy Prime News and Dubs, your one-stop destination for footy news and dubs. Yeah, that's Amy Walsh. Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. Uh, what? Legacy something, right? Yeah, legacy football fan. Uh, okay. At underscore right. Rob H underscore. Okay. So thanks. Well, let's get started. I've got to be out by nine. I've got to be at the other place, but by ten. I I think we're recording. We are. We are recording. So let's start for the Prime podcast news and dubs without dubs. Who's news currently and, on a way? News and nothing. News, news and. and... <laughs> Fear not, though. Footy Prime faithful and dubs faithful. She's just on her way to Toronto for a charity basketball game, right? Is that what it is? Yeah, 7 o'clock, sports versus media. I looked it up last night. It's at the Mattamy Centre. So if you're in the Toronto uh, area, it's with the MLSC uh, Foundation, so Maple Leaf Sports uh, and Entertainment Foundation. So just raising some funds with, uh, I think, a lot of uh, Ryerson slash MTU. Sorry, I'm not sure what the name is right now. Metropolitan Toronto University. They'll be playing at that uh, home court tomorrow, and, and Saturday, the 25th. Dubs will, will show us all she learned from Yao Ming. That's right. <laughs> all the tricks. Not everything. That the Yao tricks. taught her. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's funny. Prime is Friday anyway. And, In you went, though. Now, you, we've just been playing... Our, our listeners are so talented. They're so more talented than we are. And uh, we, we've had some amazing pictures posted the last, I guess, 24 hours. And now, actually, a music video posted as well. Uh, using, I, I, is there an app or is it AI, just straight AI? I'm not sure. It, it could be either. It could be an yeah. app that uses AI. Yeah, yeah it definitely uses AI, AI yeah. but I wonder. Anyway, it's, it's incredible. And we're going to be posting those, if not already. Yeah, on the, sharing uh, them on our Twitter and anywhere else you can find us, which is kind of everywhere. It just shows how we could be good looking, how we taking care of ourselves. I was telling you, look, Jimmy, you guys all look great. I think the algorithm for the half Chinese guy makes me look like uh, I could be leading the majorettes at the <laughs> high school high school prom or whatever you do. Like I have been a very popular fella, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. I do well in jail. I prefer the long hair though, AI Wonger. So wrong. I had long hair at one point. It you doesn't did, yeah. like at one point Pronounced someone long. came up to me. I was going to a football game with my girlfriend and I had uh, an overcoat on and there was a scalper who came up to me and went, Excuse me, ma'am. Would you like so I she thought he thought I was a giant woman. <laughs> a five eleven, big headed, 
woman because and i just went oh this is not a good look for me so <laughs> i love the old long hair i had long hair too and back in the uh the 90s how long it was past my shoulders oh wow yeah ponytail the whole grunge era i could i didn't wear it in a ponytail i often just threw a baseball cap on backwards <laughs> it was very grungy it's back in the whole you know no uh, nirvana kind of era before kurt died did you wear a lot of plaid around your, uh, plaid, doc martens yeah or, or, or converse yeah um i had a style surprisingly enough the the ladies didn't appreciate it back in those days no <laughs> and they still don't no they, they still don't my wife doesn't she sees pictures she goes my god you're so lucky that we met we were met because there's no way i would have gone anywhere near you with that hair no chance but anyway well she went for the as we call it the fame dog you were <laughs> yeah oh yeah Tony, Tony's a uh all after the fame and celebrity you know when i met her she didn't even have even have uh cable so it, we're out and it's her what? friend her friend told her by the way he, he he's on tv and let me tell you she got cable pretty fucking quickly <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Charms gave her the cable. Yep, like a. Anyway, yeah, that's probably <laughs> like a Rogers technician <laughs> adding cable to your house, yeah, like Craig's cable. You know, it's, it's not working very well. It's well, those working right now in Vancouver pretty well, thankfully. Uh, by the way, overwhelming response to Craig's uh, CSA bombshell in the last Huge. podcast on social media. It's been a good week, week for us, social media wise. For the part yeah. here, yeah, it really has. Yeah, people stunned that uh, Canada Southern haven't ever once reached out to Craig regarding a possible role. Which is staggering, isn't it? But there was some, you know what? There was a little pushback too. I wanted to bring that up. A lot of people were like, "Oh my God, that's ridiculous that no one's ever reached out to Craig." But then there were a few people who said, "Well, if he hasn't ever coached, or if he hasn't ever consulted, is it really such a big deal?" And then, uh, but. Craig, you have done things like that, haven't you? So I would just want like I remember. Yeah, you, I get more you, calls. I get more calls from the vice president of FIFA than I do anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Except us. Don't throw. It. We call you all the time. Oh yeah, well you guys. I think Victor's more important. Jeez, can you imagine? We're competing with Victor, who's the vice president of FIFA. Yeah, vice, not not the president. Vice president. No, I did say vice, didn't I? At the moment, anyway. Oh, okay. Um, well, I see where you're going there. Mm. What about you, Jimmy? Have you ever been approached by Canada Soccer for any kind of role? Ever? Uh, no. Oh, so another guy with, with actually all his badges, too. Yeah. We don't need no stinking badges. <laughs> Sorry, that's a Blazing Saddles racist movie. Yeah. And this isn't the call out the current um, Canada Soccer leadership. This is over the course of 20 years or so, right? Mm-hmm. They, they do kind of ignore much of the alumni, it seems. Have done. And I know there's been talk about that changing in recent times, Craig. I'm not sure where that's at right now. But there has, has that been a problem, though, for a long time? One of the issues around Canadian soccer is the fact that the alumni kind of, they, they, they play and then they just disappear into the Canadian ether. Yeah, yeah it has been a problem. I think, I think it's important that uh, the alumni have, they play a but so, sorry, am I missing? A, am I my internet mark not working? Yeah, it just froze for like about seven seconds, but that's okay. Oh, it's, it's like you're contemplating a brilliant question, so we'll just go yeah. with that. Yeah. No. no. And another one. <laughs> so basically, what um, you were saying is uh, there. There's no mechanism for alumni to be part of it unless they do it themselves within the structure of the Canadian Soccer Association? Yeah, there is no structure for that mm. at all. They should get on that. Yeah, yeah, no, they should be doing something about it. Should be some connection to it as well. Um, I think we're seeing a little bit of an improvement from that, but they've got to sort out themselves uh, as far as what's going on inside the association and who gets jobs and we move on from, from what we're doing. But I got to say about, you know, we, there's been a lot of criticism about this team and whatnot and the, what's happened, but I think we should sort of 
curb that negativity a little bit because I think this team has really got something special that they can still do. I, I do believe they have the squad to do so if they're if they're taking uh, taking it seriously, get somebody that can actually deal with these guys. Uh, trouble is the coach, whoever that is, is going to have a lot of time to spend with them. But I do believe that this has potential to squad if they can just get themselves sorted out somewhat defensively and get a structure and find some bodies. I really still think that this team can do something special in 26. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, there, there's obviously talent in this team, especially in the attacking third of the field. My, my problem has always been, though, with this narrative that we've all bought into. I, I'm guilty of it. In that when this team came through qualifying and made such an impact on the game in this country and created those incredible moments, um, the narrative form was like everything before was shit. And now finally we've got a great, great team. And I think it's so unfair. And just because you guys are my mates, and I think we need to bring it up, though, in that there was good teams before this current team. And there was solid talent. There were players playing in big clubs, in big leagues, two of whom are on this podcast right now, who would probably walk into this squad, if not this starting 11 right now, given where they played. But mm -hmm. the narrative is, no, it was all shit before. Football began in 2018, when John Herbert took over Canada's national men's team. That's the narrative, and that's what pisses me off, because it isn't true. Sure, there wasn't much success, but there was some success, and there was also a far, far stronger CONCACAF <laughs> That, that you guys had to play in with a lot more bullshit around it as well um, than, than the current group played with. So I think the truth lies somewhere in there. And, and that's what frustrates me a little bit, just with this this mm -hmm. constant bashing of the past and championing of the present. Yeah. We actually won shit. I mean, 19, to go back to under 20s, we won the Francophone games in 89 and 19... 90, I believe it was, we won the North American Championship before the, there was a Gold Cup. Uh, 1993, we had a really good run. Only one team qualified for the World Cup out of CONCACAF. We, well, one and a quarter spot. We ended up with Australia as a backdoor route. And then if we beat them, we had to play Diego Maradona and Argentina. If we beat them, well, then we were in the World Cup. So basically, there was one spot. And uh, we did really well. Some of the games we played in the warm-ups prior to the World Cup. Remember the headlines at Edmonton? You know, the game has changed. We, you know, we've turned the corner, a draw against Brazil, who goes on to win the World Cup a month later. And then 2000 Gold Cup, we win that. Uh, this is all men's stuff, of course. Um, and this was the second biggest tournament we can win outside the World Cup. Did that move the needle? No. No, but did people remember it or, you know, so we went through a real stage, really. If the rules were the same as they are now, we would have qualified for all those World Cups. Yeah. And we were very good defensively. If we had the same defensive structure and this attacking options that they have now, I'm telling you, if I could, different world, different world. Boom. I'd, that's be, I'd be saying we're going to the, the quarterfinals of the World Cup. Yeah. Getting out of groups. Really, Jimmy, can you comment on that? I mean, I, I love that because I did. it did cross my mind if – you had the defensive setup of your era, Canada, um, with this attacking setup. That's that's like almost close to being a complete team. Yeah, absolutely. And you're right. I mean, the, the pass doesn't get too much credit. I mean, Craig, you won the under Concacaf under twenties, right? Didn't you win the under twenty championship? Uh, well, for qualifying for the under twenty World Cup, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. guys did, right? And then. And then my group, we won the under-20 CONCACAF championship. And then my group was just coming in behind yours. And then we ended up winning a 2000 Gold Cup. And then we actually lost some penalties in the semis in the 2002 Gold Cup. And ended up finishing third place. So this group at youth and full, full uh, first team, senior team, we won shit. And isn't this game about winning stuff for your country? So we we won stuff, but it it kind of gets thrown aside. And then Herdman comes in, and it's oh now we're we're the Concacaf kings, and we're going to win everything, and we're the best. And no, there, there's mm -hmm. shit that happened in the past, and let's not forget about that. I mean, defensively, we were. I mean, you look at guys in the past, like uh, Ian or uh, Randy Samuel playing for uh, 
Eindhoven, Frankie Alla playing in the Premier League uh, with Ipswich Town. I was in the Premier League. Jim was in the Premier League. Uh, Stahl Terry was winning the Bundesliga. You know, you're, you're talking about like that whole structure. And up front, as, as great as like Carlo did in the 2000 Gold Cup, he needs somebody to score goals. I mean, we're talking about Cambridge, Northampton, you know, lower division players up front. No, wasn't a Premier League player in, in anywhere up front. It was all in the back and defensive midfielders and guys that could close down space. Lots of those, but going forward into the, to score goals, like the potential they have now is, yeah, it's a night and day. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'll say, I mean, Craig would, would walk into this current team. Jimmy at left back or in the middle of the park, you'd walk into this current team. Not sure about left wing, if Alfonso's there. I don't know, nothing, no, no, no disrespect to you, Jimmy, but you're getting this team whether you're playing left back, I think, or centrally as well, which isn't a disrespect to the guys there right now. They're good players, right? I love Sam Adekubi. I love Richie Larea. They're really good players, but with respect, they'd be playing in the Premier League or La Liga or Liga Un if they were of that level at this point in their careers. And I mean, Sam's still relatively young, I believe. He could still perhaps make the jump. And all I'm saying, and again, it's not to criticize the current team at all, who's really good and, is, like I said, They've, they've had these incredible moments which have really helped the game in this country. But let's just not dismiss the talent of the past. And Stoll Terry, Julian de Guzman, Deportivo La Carina, you know, I mean, these are these are solid top players, right? Not too many years ago, like you said. Yeah. And and it's just important to acknowledge that and uh, just kind of, I think as a as a soccer nation, if we are to be a soccer nation, we start, have to start talking with a little bit more intelligence regarding that. But like we saw on Tuesday in the stands, we're still a ways off for being a true soccer nation. But anyway, um, I guess the next question is, who's the next coach going to be? Morrow didn't do himself any favors probably, but he still should be interviewed for the job. But even prior to that game, prior to the, the first half, which was great, on Tuesday, um, they should be interviewing as many people as possible, shouldn't they, for this well, job? Sorry, can I, sorry, Sharms. What's the process for, is it just like a job interview, a regular job interview, or do they go deep? Do they invite people to apply for this position? Is it a world search? Are there, um, you know how they have those employment search agencies? Do they have executive coaching agencies is it agents getting in contact how does it work to find the the lead manager for a national team i'd have no idea what the process is i don't know if jimmy no. you have any idea but i don't think there is i think they make it up as they go i don't know i think they've got a like when herman got the job i don't know if there's anybody else applying for the job man he threatened that he was going to leave the program and the then president uh shit himself and uh, handed him a, a long-term contract, which was obviously probably the right thing to do as far as what he did. But end of the day, he's gone. So, yeah, I think they have some firm looking looking for the uh, general secretary, and then I think once they get the general secretary, then they'll obviously look at the head coach and who that's going to be. But I think that whoever's going to be general secretary is going to play a role in this. Now, should that person, though, number one, should be a business commercial type person, correct? The general secretary? Yeah. Somebody to grow the sport, to sell the yeah. sport, number one. Yeah. Now, ideally, you find that person who also has great experience in football, whoever yeah. that is. They're out there. Now, I don't know what this job pays, but then they need to recruit a committee or whatever it is to find the right coach. And that means interviewing, like I said, everyone, right? It includes Mauro Biello. It includes... Bobby Smirniotis, Tommy Wielden Jr., and going beyond Canada as well because there's good guys out there and women out there that, that need to be taught to at least, right? Because I still think it's a it's a decent job with the World Cup just two years away, right? You're going to have a team right. at the World Cup on home soil and Massive. with the talent we've all discussed. It's, it's an opportunity. Forget money right now. Who knows what they can pay? But if you're mm -hmm. a, 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 an experienced, um, a bit of a name football coach with a great resume – You'd think about this, wouldn't you, Craig? Absolutely. It's a fantastic opportunity and job. Jobs aren't easy to come by. There's a there's a thousand coaches out there for very few jobs or millions of coaches. Like really, it's a fantastic opportunity. Yeah. 
Well, it should be an interesting yeah. few weeks and months. They were supposed to have uh, the general secretary, I think, by the end of the year. That was uh, the initial plan, so I'm not sure where they're at with that. So four, that four, four and a half weeks away. Yeah, well, you know, maybe, maybe they're at the uh, the end of the interview process. I, I don't know. Um, I mentioned it on the last pod, but I want to get to it. Um, and in the USA-Trinidad-Tobago game, which, by the way, Trinidad beat the States 2-1. Um, Canada's playing Trinidad in March in that big playoff for Culpa, so that ain't no pushover. Um, but in that game, Virginia Dest gets sent off. And I'm sure if you saw this, two stupid yellow cards, one for kicking the ball away, one for uh, uh, well, didn't he blow a kiss to the referee or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was in full nut nutter zone. <laughs> he down. That was ridiculous. Like yeah. full melt, full melt. Like a, a like a three year old having a tantrum in the aisle of the grocery store. That guy, <laughs> like that was ridiculous. <laughs> and he, he should know better. We know that, right? And he's been criticized a lot by swim players, by his coach. Um, but I was wondering, what is the most angry you've been at a teammate? Can you can you divulge anything, whether it's short term or whether it was long term? Jimmy, is there any experience you can think of? Yeah, probably, uh, it was one member with David Putnam when we had him on the show. Me and Pretz were at Stoke. The game's going on and we start having a full argument. And then we grab each other. And then the ref comes over. Their players are trying to split us up and he books us both. <laughs> What were you arguing over? Yeah. What's the point? Oh, probably me calling them out on something, or yeah, I can't remember what it was, but we were it was just a football matter. It. it was a yeah, football, it was a football matter, or something maybe like right. not tracking a runner. Or... <laughs> and I lost my mind, and he lost his, and we both went at it. We both got booked <laughs> in the middle of the pitch. Did you uh, like after the match? Was it like uh, a a point of hilarity? You just yeah, we laughed. Must be pretty funny. Yeah. But it was just two guys' passion, and we wanted to win. You know, and you call people out when things aren't going well. And Did you win? Yeah, we did. At least you didn't get sent off. Yeah, no kidding. Fighting Boy, your own Aaron. player. Yeah, yeah. Kieran. Kieran uh, oh, my God. It's Lee Boyer and Kieran Dyer. Kieran Dyer. And, Lee Boyer, and yeah. that was over, a, I don't know, that was over something off the pitch. And they got into literally a, a fist fight, right, and got red carded. Yeah. yeah. Imagine being the referee were, in that situation. They were surprised they got sent off. They were like, well, how am I sent off? I'm fighting my own player. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. What about you, Craig? What's the most angry of being at someone on the pitch or oh, off the pitch for the, you know, in the football world? There was a few times, but I don't want to – it was Ile Berkovich who the rule had just changed where they you could not throw the ball from a throw-in back to the goalkeeper and pick it up. And Ile Berkovich was a small Israeli guy, and I don't want to sound anti-Semitic here, but the little prick, he fucking threw it at me, and it bounced halfway, and I had to do a half volley, and it didn't kill it. I was like, Kyle, what are you doing? He's like, why did he just pick it up? I'm like, pick it up. And then this we got to halftime, after this throwing, I scuff it. Neil Shipperly from Crystal Palace actually scores off it. And uh, we go in at halftime. And Harry Redknapp says to Isle, like, "What are you doing? Like, what are you like? Give what are you doing? You got to give him a chance. Like, he's he can't pick it up." And he's like, "Why doesn't he just pick it up?" And he's like, "Fucking hell, Frank! What chance have we got? He doesn't even know the fucking rules." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great! So, did you actually pay John Hartson to kick him in the head? <laughs> no, no, I was a great. He was a Absolutely brilliant player. Absolutely fantastic. R- amazing player. Didn't know the rules. Didn't know the rules. But, <laughs> you know, those, those, those mavericks, Wonga, hey? They're, they're oh, yeah. by, by no rules. <laughs> hey, Sharps, that's yeah. a great This is a it was great like slow, It was like slow motion, too. He, he he ran into the corner, and he just he picked the ball really quickly, and I could see what he was going to do, and I was like, it was like, no, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> Sharps, is, have, has anyone have anyone pissed you off in the broadcasting world where you lost it, like a like a Casey Kasem or something, or or, or just annoyed? Yeah, I don't know. Every time I ever... watch broadcast, I get pissed off, but no, not really. I'm pretty no, chill. Eh? I don't get yeah. angry with too many. What people. about in the you know kitchen? What? You get angry. You know, when you get angry is when you and Craig knows this, Jimmy too, and it's never their fault really. But when you're doing live television, and and you're waiting, you're clearly you're saying something clearly to bring up a board or a graphic board or, or something clearly and it's not fucking coming 
Right. And in your head, you're, you're just screaming at the producer. Do you not hear what I'm saying? I'm asking for the standings board. I haven't memorized it. I need the fucking board right now. Please pop it up there. Yeah. And you get so angry. I get so pissed off. But then it comes up. And then uh, and then you watch it back yeah. the next day or whatever. And you, nothing. You, you couldn't tell. It's like over like one second, you're getting really angry here. Or yeah. times also. Times, you know, like when you're talking, talking, talking. You know there's a commercial break coming up at some point or the end of the show. And no, and and producers probably, you know, fair enough. He's been pulled in a million different directions, but you're not getting that count. And I always like to count. Give me, I've got five minutes left. I've got two minutes left. I've got. Th- I always like that, so I can then pace myself and, and figure out what I'm going to ask. Because, but then you don't hear it. You hear nothing, nothing, nothing. And then you ask Craig Flores a question, and he goes off in this great. And then, then you've got five seconds. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Five seconds, five, five. Oh, Christ. Sorry, Craig. Interruption. That would always drive me crazy. But that's really about it. No assholes that I had to deal with. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, like doing TV was different. Like uh, if you're waiting for a replay or they say, okay, replay is coming. And you start talking about the replay and you start almost preempting it a little bit. And you're into it and you're just like, okay, where is it? Where is it? And then you're almost at the goal and you're talking about it. And it's like, put the replay up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy always loved it when we'd ask him a question, a real tough question on the Premier League broadcasts. And uh, we knew that he didn't want to answer it, but we'd ask him anyway. <laughs> I could tell he'd get pissed off because that, that vein would start popping him in his forehead. And he'd be just like staring straight ahead. And they're like, I'm not answering <laughs> this. No. I think we get the same thing in the podcast, actually, sometimes. We do. <laughs> That's when Starkey says to me, he goes, I now know what Walker's role is in the show, and it's to fill. So when I see these guys blank and I'm like, so on a tangent, did you know I shit myself today? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we talk about shit for three days. Did I ever tell about my parents? And when I stumbled upon, yeah. <laughs> letting, letting the, the pundits reset their brains. Like exactly. Restart, restart. Exactly. <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, that's about the most angry I've got. What about you, Wonga? You, I mean, you, you're not one to get angry. No, you know, mine is always more born out of frustration and I can kind of keep it together till after the show. Um, It's funny though, my big thing was always, uh, Craig, oh, he just left. It was our uh, working with a a certain producer, really good guy, but very high strung in the the booth. And I'd come in, and I told this story before, I'd come in early on a Saturday morning when the, the guys were doing super soccer central and uh, and I walked in and I was watching the show and Craig looked orange and I'm like, so I'm upstairs and then Craig comes up and I go, dude, what's with the makeup today? I go, you look orange up there. You're the great pumpkin. Linus is looking for you. I go, what's going on? He goes, oh shit, we had to do our own makeup today and it's a new makeup. And I'm like, so you did your own makeup. You look like Donald Trump. He literally, his face was orange up there. And so I tell him that. And then Monday comes around and the producer comes at me and goes, I am so angry with you. And I'm like, what what the fuck did I do? He goes, I'm doing a show. And he yells at me. And my talent doesn't need to know that they're orange up there. And so Craig's, I guess tried to take it off like halfway through or what what happened but he gave me shit and then i yelled back at him i went 
if you were doing your job properly, your talent wouldn't be up there with orange faces. And so he could yell at me all he wanted, but it was, you know, bottom line, it was his shit. He just didn't like the messenger. I get that a lot. People don't always <laughs> like the messenger. I just thought it was I just thought it was funny. And and by the way, we always did our own makeup. There there was a long period of time, I think Sportsnet really is a startup company. Uh they didn't have any money for makeup, so they just give you some powder and you just pile it on yourself and I wasn't particularly good at it. <laughs> well, that, you also said it was a new makeup that week, right? Well, that's it. There was, it was, yeah. And it, it didn't look quite as orange when I looked in the mirror, but on camera, it tended to... But it wasn't high definition either, so it, it didn't look... I mean, now it looked terrible, like right. really bad. Less we, is we more now. They put less makeup on you. We did it for years at the score as well by ourselves, and Brian Budd, as you can imagine, Budgie doing his own makeup and and he would often just reach in just grab whatever he could and on more than one occasion he grabbed either cabbies or adnan verks makeup and just started putting on <laughs> swear to god and like budgie what are you doing ah it's fine they wouldn't know they won't know the difference it's like yeah they they, they will they'll yeah. definitely know the difference it's like, like, like he spent a week in cancun it's like he's yeah he's, he's doing blackface like not great <laughs> Not what are we doing that on live television, Budgie? No, you know? Blackface is not what you want to do. No, it's not the best career move, but yeah, it's funny as I well. like being Jesus. orange. <laughs> Oompa Loompa Orange. Yeah, you yeah. can do it now and look okay. I remember once getting pissed off. Uh, you know, it was when we did the broadcast the morning of the Leicester owner dying in the helicopter crash. And Ooh, as we're yeah. going up, like it's coming down, like like literally coming down. The news is coming down, you know. And we're like, and we we so mentioned it. We didn't know what was going on. What's that, Craig? So is a helicopter, <laughs> oh, like a ribbon, <laughs> like you say, right? No, a but, but <laughs> Rick tied to it. Yeah, Jesus. But I mean, at the time, <laughs> there was no reports of who was on it, um, deaths, whatever, right? But we we alluded there's been something happening outside. That's all we could do. And I remember the next day getting an email from some guy in sales, like nothing to do with production, in sales, saying that he'd been watching Sky Sports or something, uh, and they've been covering it thoroughly and deeply, and he's very disappointed that we didn't cover it in enough depth. I remember how going off on him saying, what the fuck do you know about live television? A, B, look at the time difference you're talking about here. We had no information. We're a football show as well. And that, that pissed me. When people outside production have an opinion – that pisses me off, right? Because no one really understands it. I wouldn't give them, well, actually, I did criticize sales a lot, in fairness. <laughs> okay. That's a story for another day. But yeah, uh, hold on a minute. Sales? <laughs> what? Sales? I never but, met uh, anybody who sales in the soccer. <laughs> here's, here's a phone number and a name of a company that wants a sponsor. Of, uh, okay. Well, you, you didn't call it? Anyway. Yeah. I, actually, speaking of sponsors, I went into meetings at Sportsnet. And massive company, um, I won't mention who it was, they wanted to sponsor soccer. And by halfway through the meeting, it was like, are you interested in hockey? Would you put some money into hockey? It was like unbelievable. They were so worried about this, this hockey deal and getting some money that they were trying to poach this company that specifically wanted to go in for soccer. Can you readjust and go into the hockey? And they're like, well, and, and I don't think they ever did. I think they were just kind of like, oh, okay. No, I think we're out. Mm. Don't yep. take your don't take your uh, eye off the target in sales. Yeah. Don't give them too many options. Where Three were the max. TonyBet.ca's and the Fubo TVs back in those days? Yes. Oh wait a minute, Fubo TV kind of took the games from the Zone, who stole our careers, Craig. <laughs> yeah, and then they got out after three years. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, the Zone. That's great. <laughs> Thanks for the memories and the carcasses laid in your wake. <laughs> uh anyway um speaking of games on fubo tv there's oh my some god news, news this weekend the big one early saturday morning which you can club is not happy about and noise and other because and can i ask around. i put on the dark web and i didn't this was a honest question <laughs> why is the premier league putting that match at the when it could have international time zones especially in north america where they have a lot of opportunity to grow. Why are they putting that game at 7.30 in the, in the a.m.? Um, I know it's not 7.30 in the a.m. So, Sharms, you said B 
because they're <laughs> they drink too much is that the truth i didn't well, know whether not just that they, they drink too much and they're violent yeah um, and the pubs are closed they're, they close the pubs well it's early yeah. opens at 11 in the morning oh. close, right? well the pubs open at 11 so they're only in there for an hour and then yeah, you go over the yeah. mat only so much damage you can do in an hour and a half wow that is amazing that's mind-blowing. Most big games, look at the old firm derby. Most big mm. games, they all play them early in the morning. Yeah. Liverpool Man U is always early, early yeah. kickoff. And that's strictly because pubs only open at 11, and they don't want people drinking in there till 3, till the next kickoff time, mm-hmm. till the next window. That's right. That's part of it. Yep. Oh, wow. Really cool. <laughs> that's quite the culture. <laughs> <laughs> We're a nice people. <laughs> But massive game though, Man City, Liverpool. Jimmy, what's your thoughts on this one? Is this are these are these two for you? I mean, Man City obviously, but is, is Liverpool the closest to City, or do you have a lot of respect still for Arsenal, for Spurs to a certain degree? Is this the match? I do. Is this the one? I do. I mean, look, Liverpool's a great side. They're playing good football, but. I don't, I don't think you can take your eye off Arsenal and Tottenham either. It's so tight right now, that top of the table. But only Liverpool have come close. And in fact, they have actually, uh, you know, dethroned City in recent years. Not for a while now, mind you. They're the one that's done it, Craig, right? Arsenal are, are growing, getting better and better. And certainly they might be in that conversation. But should they be in the conversation? Craig, is he muted? Well, we just lost his audio. Just lost my his apologies. Audio. What happened there? My apologies. I, was, I, I muted myself. Oh, because we were watching gonna, you. You eliminated yourself. <laughs> I was going to make a coffee. I didn't want to. Didn't want the percolator to make it. Yeah, but yeah. By the way, listeners, uh, just so you know, like Wonga and I were talking about whatever it was five minutes ago, and both our ex pros just decided to get up and leave. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know where they went, but now we know the there was coffee involved. If there was contextual uh, a, a narrative that needed Craig's input, and he just got up and walked away. And I'm yeah. like, all right, great. Yeah. <laughs> I went for an espresso. <laughs> was it worth it? Was it worth you know, missing out on our great insight and conversation? No, I heard. I could hear. Oh, you uh, could? The speaker's on? Okay. Yeah, I know I could hear right. you guys. Yeah. All right. Know, Craig, what, what, did, what did you guys think about the, the ruling that came down on the Premier League voted on whether or not they could, in the January transfer window, uh, loan players from clubs that they own, other clubs that they own. So, example, Newcastle could then go to one of the Saudi clubs that they own four of them and take, potentially, a world-class player. Or they could hide it in the fact that if they say they had a 100 million pound player that was just junking it up and they wanted them off the books to try to fudge the financial fair play they could offload them to one of their other clubs and funny enough you need you need 14 votes to stop it out of the 20 clubs and they only had 12 so the eight clubs that voted for it because it's going to benefit them are newcastle chelsea man city everton Wolves, Sheffield United, Nottingham Forest, and Burnley. These all have owners that own other clubs. What does that put the Premier League as far as, you know, respect and transparency and actual level of com- competitiveness? Like, we're the advantage now of these clubs owning other teams, and what is that going to mean for the Premier League when these clubs can loan them potentially in and out of the club because of the financial fair play? Every single one of those clubs own other. They have multiple, multiple, multi-club ownership. It's not going to work. I, I just honestly think that this is what I talk about when there's too much power with some of these clubs. They've sold their soul to the foreign ownership, which is massive in the Premier League, and they can basically do what they want by voting things in and out because you need too many votes to be able to make anything happen in a positive way and also in a negative way. Yeah, Sheffield United, when they win the... the- Premier League this year because all those players they sign from their sister clubs and it pissed me off. No, I know you're saying that. Um, 
Eddie Howe said this morning in his press conference, we don't take any advantage from this. It's no big deal. It's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> we'll see, Eddie. We'll see in January who you end up getting on loan and then decide if you have an advantage from it or not. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, this two-thirds thing. I mean, it, it could become a complete farce, right, potentially. We'll see well, what happens. That's the, other, that's the other thing is getting players off your books as well, right? Mm-hmm. That, that can help you big, big time. So, sure, Eddie's saying that now, but... It's also the other way, not just getting players in, it's getting players out. FFP contravening those, then, those little loopholes. Yeah. Now, if you've got these little loopholes, and I'm sure other Premier League clubs are starting to look around now thinking, well, maybe we have to go buy a club. Yeah. And this could relieve some, some pressure on us or maybe help us out in certain mm-hmm. aspects. I also want to uh, I also want to We saw like, it. We, we actually saw it happen uh, with Manchester City. Sorry, Craig, you're a few seconds behind. <laughs> Go ahead. I was just going to say it's happened before with Man City when they uh, they said they remember Lampard went to MLS. Yeah, New York City FC. Right, owned by the same group, and then they oh, guess what? They loaned them back to Man City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they also so, have yeah, the Australian team too. No, Melbourne City, don't they? Yeah, I believe they got. I think there's. Three or four clubs in that little, uh, oh, at least, at yeah. least consortium at least. from the it. credibility of the league, it's not good and it, it, it puts a stain on it. I think it's fading. And if you don't yeah, have credibility uh, in the league, you're in trouble. Yeah, Champions League, UEFA have different rules, right? So, Champions League is interesting if two of those clubs with the same owner Ooh. meet. So, I'll we'll have to do some research into that. I believe there's sanctions potentially at play there, but we'll, uh, I don't know just come up now in this conversation so we'll do some due diligence or we'll get our listeners to let us know what this deal is there that's usually our best research tool <laughs> let us know Wonga, you, you jumped in there what were you saying well uh, only and once again he just walked away the question was what do you feel about uh man city and liverpool match and Craig changed. Thank it you. To thank this you. Kind of thing. I know. It's so like I the biggest game of the you, season. You, we talk about what you get mad at or frustrated at. <laughs> well, now Craig just walked away. From... <laughs> you know, I was, I was talking to Dubs this week and I said to her, um, you know, I'm going to miss you on Friday because you're the only one that listens to my questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, now he's back and he knows we've been trashing him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a great insight into the Man City Liverpool. It's great. Yeah, thanks, thanks for thanks, that. Man. Thanks yeah. for that. I guess Man City is is involved in that, you know, sort <laughs> and Liverpool not not so much. But I thought how about he might get... bring it back. I thought Listen, he was going to bring it back, but I think I've got to jump soon, guys. I've got to leave soon. Shall we get the footy picks? And then we can talk Man City Liverpool in there if you like. Yeah. Okay. So roll it, JC. DJ Here we are. Okay, so we've got our uh, supporters club, and they've given us uh, actually a couple of options. I, I took – so here's, here's what they wrote to me. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> uh, for this week, the supporters club offers choose your own adventure. Do you take the safe, sunny, paved road? And that is Chelsea beating Leicester in the WSL. That is Palace beating Luton in the Prem and City. Yeah, it's not so uh, – <laughs> Not so obvious. CB no. Liverpool in the Prem. Uh, that $5 there pays 20 bucks. Mm. Okay. Or you take the high risk, high reward trail. And then there's the Blades beating Bournemouth. Brentford beating Arsenal. Wow. Villa beating Spurs. And West Ham beating Burnley. That's a biggie. That wins you $86. Can we do both? Why don't we do both? Well, because I've already put one in. Oh well, we can put the other one in, no? I guess we can. Yeah, yeah. I put the yeah, I put the I put the first one in. I thought, you know, that's slow and steady. We did well last week with a we did conservative reward, albeit on a six game parlay. And listen, the supporters club really kind of let us down last week. They you did. know, they don't do it often, but no, they, when they let us down, it's at really uh, big times in our life so far. Yeah, it is, <laughs> and, and we'll let them know about it. Um, especially as we were so so great last week. Mm-hmm. So I, I put that one in. But yeah, if you want me, you can put the... You know, it's kind of crazy, though, that some of these results, though. Villa over Spurs. Is that is that Spurs? And, and Brentford being Arsenal? I mean, okay, I can see one of those results happening, but it's a bit of a gamble, is it not? I mean, that's the point. It's a gamble. <laughs> that's why it pays so well. 
I suppose. But we'll, we'll think about that. Let's put um our, our little thing together here because I really do have to leave, fellas. You guys, yes, of course. And, and, and please, no, no, do, no. We're gonna. Okay, so last week we won, but it was on a crossover. So mm-hmm. I thought, you know, when you win, you have to keep going with the same. Uh, you know, on a we don't want to jinx ourselves. So yep. I thought we'd do another crossover. So I chose an NFL match again. Um, okay. Where are you going? I'm going to. Sorry, I'm just going to find it. it. wasn't It wasn't crazy because it's KC over the Raiders. And the only reason it's an interdivisional game, which is a big deal, but I'm still going with it. And the Raiders beat KC. So I don't know what the numbers are going to be. I didn't look at it. This is on the money line, right? Not on the spread. Yeah, just straight straight over, no spread. So KC over the Raiders plays minus 416. Okay. Okay. We'll live with it. Okay. Uh, Jimmy? I'm going to take – let me see here. Okay, so we're going to do a crossover again? Yeah, everyone, yeah. And, yeah, also the matches were really tough this week. There's not mm-hmm. – They are. I mean, maybe the last one we choose is a gimme. I'm going to take the Leafs over the Blackhawks. Leafs Ooh. over the Blackhawks. All right, I like that one. Of course, second of a back-to-back. Oh, no, are they playing tonight or is it tomorrow? Oh, tonight, right? They're playing Pittsburgh tomorrow. No, they play today at 2 o'clock. Okay. Thanksgiving uh, in the state. Oh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving Day. One oh. o'clock start in Chicago. Leafs over the Hawks. Okay. I like that one, Jimmy. All right, Craig. Well, since I'm still in the NFL suicide. Mm. <laughs> All right. Had a boy. You know your stuff. Well, I'm down to my picks are getting weak weaker by the week, but uh I'm gonna take Tennessee at home against Carolina. Mm. Tennessee at home against Carolina. Okay, it's minus 200. I like that. Okay. Okay, boys, we're in the plus money now. All right. Uh, JC. Well, pardon me. Let me just clear my face. Uh, I'm going to go – I'm going championship. Um, And this one's a little nod to our boy Jimmy Bren Bren. Uh, That's my name that I call him when I I wake up next to him, which doesn't happen that often. You kiss him on the shoulder? (laughs) Are you spraying yourself in? Hey, Jimmy Bren Bren. That's true. Oh, yeah. A little nod to the time that I rolled over, kissed Dan Wong on the shoulder, and said, love you, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Wong, I said, (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome. Norwich over QPR. Oh, okay. Come on, the canary. All right, up to plus three fifty. Where shall I go this time? Um, I'm. Oh, I've had some. I've had some e soccer. E soccer. Oh yeah. Uh, By the way, I watch. I watch a bit of that e soccer stuff. I don't, do you really? Yeah, I, I do. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's actually super exciting. <laughs> what? Is, is it really? There's actually no oh, games yeah, this put, weekend. So put ten bucks on one of those games. It's amazing. Mm. Um, how about some alpine skiing? Is there any events? No. What about your snooker? Your there's snooker. no game. No, no, there's no times oh. this weekend. I've already checked. I, otherwise, about, obviously, I would have gone that way. What about rugby? What about... Um, let's say rugby. What's going on rugby-wise this weekend? That could be a good one. I tell you, from a All football right, standpoint, um, I never like after the international breaks. International breaks, yeah, it's a funny result. Weird That's results, you do. Arsenal game is it's not a bad pick for the odds that you're getting after an international break. It's going to be a great match, actually, that one as well. I really like, uh, obviously, Brentford playing well and, and back playing well again as well after a pretty slow start to the season. MLS um, terms? You know there's an MLS final. I know there is, yeah. I know. I, I, I'm aware. Um, now let's go some uh, some rugby, shall we? I'm going to okay. go Sale to beat Bath in the English Premiership, okay? Shall we give? Uh, shall we bet for uh, dubs? No. No? Okay. She didn't no. give us a bet. She let us down. No, she didn't. I don't like betting for her. Which is maybe not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Uh, our odds are actually decent, plus 458. Oh, there you go. So that will win us, uh, us $27.90. Come in, Craig. Our dual right. gas Place in the bet right now. Yeah. Bet is placed. We're going to be spooning in there, Wonger. No. I'm going to be uh, ashes. I'm going to get Charms to leave me in his basement with Tony's dad. <laughs> well, listen, I, I, I roll now, but listen, feel free to keep talking about the great Premier League weekend, City against Liverpool. I know the viewers really appreciate the uh, the insights we, we gave to them for that game. Uh, Newcastle's playing Chelsea, Everton, Man U, 
at Goodison Park. That's going to be interesting. Could be some protest there against the Premier League. Uh, there's some really good games this weekend. I mentioned Brentford Arsenal, of course, Wonga, like you said there. So if you guys want to stick around, are you going to stick around or not? No. Okay. <laughs> listen, if you want to break down of games, there's many great podcasts to listen to. This probably isn't the one. All right. <laughs> Clearly it's not. But we the do one. have fun. We do have fun, yeah. <laughs> I think we hit some some relatively uh, footballish topics today. I think we did anyway, too. Yeah. And just the fact that Craig, the highlight for me was when when I asked Craig about Man City Liverpool and he started talking about the uh the foreign ownership uh <laughs> Yeah. issue that was brilliant i love that <laughs> i thought he was going to come back to the table and then no 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 oh, i thought there we're might gonna, be we'll something right so live, actual relationship to his answer <laughs> he actually asked you a question he asked us a question it was a great question yeah it was, yeah. A, it was a great topic question. i love that topic just not the one i expected you know dubs i miss you dubs really miss you please be back by monday morning <laughs> tonybed.ca thank you very much we love you fubotv.com we love you fubotv.com slash footy prime sign up the Prem is back this weekend after that laborious international break sign up watch all the footy alright everyone uh, that's been footy prime keep buying newspapers cheers for listening bye this episode of Footy Prime has been brought to you by Fubo TV and by Tony Beth. Make sure to subscribe to Footy Prime wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Twitter at Footy underscore Prime and on Instagram at Footy Prime IG. Thanks, All right. guys. Is anybody else glad the international break's over? Oh, fuck wow. yeah. Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.